when we meet here, we are all not, um, I would say, excellent. We are all learning. We are all learning. We are all building our knowledge in God. So nobody is um, more excellent than the other or someone is wrong or someone is right. We are all family together that are building our knowledge in God. So that is what I would like to um, say to all of us. Amen. Okay. Amen. Um, uh, Connie, let me, let, me, let me say this to you. Um, I think on, on, uh, on um, today's um, Wednesday, yeah. um, Tuesday evening, I was asleep and I was in the Lord praying. And whilst I was praying, my spirit was caught up on a, on a green field, more or less like a park. And when my spirit caught up on a green field, I saw a man in this family. I'm talking about also gathering. This man, the Lord revealed to me that here is the, he is the man that is keeping watch over this family, more or less. If you read the book of Revelation, when John writes to the church in Minor Asia, Thyatira, um, Smyrna, um, um, the church in Laodicea, when he writes to them, he presents to them seven angels that has specific word for every church. So it means that in the ministry of the spirit or in Apocalypse, every family has been destined a specific angel. And the spirit of the Lord revealed that angel to me more or less, I will use the word angel so that we will understand it. But I saw him as a man. And the man held in his hand something like a, a sack. I saw the sack. Um, the color of the sack was like a velvet that was blended with gold. And this velvet that was blended with gold, I saw it that this man stood in front of you. And when the man stood in front of you, he said to you that all that you have, put it in the sack. Then out of nowhere, I saw that you held in your hand something like coins. That was all that I saw. I saw coins. And the coins that I saw, it amounted to, when I counted the coins, it amounted, it amounted to 900 pounds. Now, when you place, so the angel said, place this. So the word, the only word I heard was that this is the only amount that I have with me. And you placed it in the sack, velvet blended with gold. And this is what the spirit of the Lord said unto me. Whilst I looked at you, the man that held it in your hand, in his hand, the velvet sack, looked at me and said, this woman, as you see, and the Lord says, I should say this to you, that the, in this family, I don't know if you have ever heard the word bank roller. And um, for example, a political party might have a bank roller or maybe an organization might have a bank roller. A bank roller. The Lord says, I should tell you 
And this word that I'm speaking to you, I want you to keep it in your heart that the people that will be bank rulers in this family, the Lord says he has given you that grace. And this will happen not by your strength. This will happen not by your power. This will happen not by your ability. But that say the Lord, I, God, I have made unto her a bank ruler for this family. So this is what the Lord says I should tell you. And what is the capacity? Am I, from what angle am I talking about? This family is buying properties. This family is buying seminars and theaters. So looking at our capacity, it means that the Lord will expand your territory so much that you will be able to push the agenda that the Lord has said. So I want you to keep it like Mary. I want you to keep it in your heart. And the Lord will bring his word to pass. A bank ruler for this family. That is the only word I was waiting for. Who? But the Lord says, I have, I, have, I have appointed her. I have chosen her as the bank ruler for this family. Amen. Amen. Um, we bless the name of the Lord. This is just, um, uh, just by the way, that is not the work I do. <laughs> Amen. I think... Um, <laughs> the 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 um we will, we will leave the rest to um our teaching um, uh, of the word and our ministration of the word okay so um we want to go to what we started last week um want to go to what we started last week um okay so um i don't know if you can you see my screen yeah. okay excellent Excellent. So um, last week we dealt with um, um, creation. We dealt with creation. And um, I don't know if anyone can um, give me a brief of maybe what we learned last week. Um, just a brief of what we learned last week so that we will continue um, with what we're going to do this week. So we, what we learned last week. Um, so we saw that the okay, um, Kiki, I don't know if you want to if you want to talk. So we learned about the new creation. Okay, Bra Raymond. Uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, Braidwood. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, good evening, family. Um, prophet, I I, I remember um the the first question you asked. Um, the, the new convert class was how baptism was done. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was the first question, but that, that, that was what I remember. Yes. 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 Yeah, I, I, yeah, I spoke about, um, because I wanted to know, it was a general question. Um, I wanted to know if we have been baptized in one way or the other. Um, um, our baptism was something about, that was very key. So I wanted to know um, whether each and every one of us have baptized, um, notwithstanding. So um, that is what I want to humbly encourage that. Um, as Brother Edward put it on our page, um, this is a school. Um, the key word is that um, this place is, is the institution of the family. So um, what we do in the brotherhood, in the sisterhood, as I always say, they are just a peripheral. But this is, anyone who goes through this angle is the real 
member of the family. So that is what we want to bring to fore here. Anyone who goes through this standard, so from the new converse class, we go to the school of discipleship. This will take a period of three months. The, the school of discipleship, I think, takes a period of nine months. Then from there, um, we look at your zeal, your, your spirit, your, your tenacity. Then we push you into the field of um, um, the ministerial position. The ministerial position is they are the engine of this family. Um, the engine of this family are the ministers. That is, they are the decision-making body of the family um, in United Kingdom. So in Osso's Garden, wherever a pastor is, the, the, the ministers become the decision-making body. Of, so they become the real pillars of, of the family. So more or less, it's like level 100, 200, 300. So um, that is what we do. do from Nichia family to when I still look at your zeal, that you can be a pastor, then I will take you through the pastoral um, course or journey as well. Then you can also become a, a real pastor of the family. So these are the ways we are building um, this family. Okay, so, um, uh, so I would like us to, with the ministerial class, I would like us to take it very, 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 very serious. So our pens, our notebooks are very, very vital. So last week we learned that um, we learned about the new creation. So if you can see from uh, the, the, uh, the, the slides, um, we learned about the new creation and we got to know that um, who is the new creation. So the new creation is someone who has accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal savior. So the very moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior, you become a new creation in Christ Jesus. So that is um, the new creation. Um, okay, so Codell says, Brother Codell says, the Lord bless you. A Christian is a new creation in Christ. Wow, that's excellent. So Brother Codell, when you talk, let me know because I'm, I'm using the slide so I might miss the, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the chat sometimes. So um, whenever you put on something there, let me know. So the new creation is um, the Christian is a new creation in Christ. That is very excellent. That is very, very excellent. The Christian is a new creation in Christ. So that is what the Lord wants us to understand. And, um, um, so if, if, if that is the case, should we, I think we, we need to do a recap then. Um, so maybe we should go all over again. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that we go all over again because the understanding of it is what I need. And because if I finish the course and um, we are not um, any fruit does not come out, it means that we haven't um, achieved what we want to achieve. The reason why we're dealing with this subject is that a lot of Christians, even as I'm talking to you right now, if you go to my home country, especially the black community, there is somebody somewhere has, has um, climbed a mountain, spending hours praying against family curses, praying against family um, background. So these are some of the things. These are some of the things. And somebody will ask me, oh, maybe is it because um, maybe you are somewhere, that's why you are saying, no, I started ministering, I started ministry in Africa. I started preaching at the age of nine in Africa. And over 20 years now, I have never gone to the world. 
But there are a lot of things I realized that when I started humbling myself to learn, I got to realize that there are a lot of mistakes. There are a lot of mistakes and most people, I would say most preachers use it and they take advantage of members. They take advantage of people. And I mean, in Africa, we, we know all that. So we have to judge everything. What does the word of God say? Not what my thinking says. So we have to know who is a new creation. So if we can humbly go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if someone can read it for us. So with the reading, everybody is uh, welcome to read as well. Not a specific person. Not a specific person. So the reading, everyone is, um, I would say, obliged to read. Not a specific person. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And someone should open Ephesians 2, verse 10. Ephesians 2, verse 10. And someone should also be in Galatians. So all these scriptures are there. So you can check, you can check the, um, the slides um, where I have, hi I have highlighted with, um, with the yellow. Um, you can pick any of them and read it for us. Sorry, did you say 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I hope, I'm online, so I hope this is the correct one. Um, therefore, if anyone... Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Great. Thank you so much, Tony. So the Bible says it clear. If anyone is in Christ, all things are passed away. All things. So if the moment I accept Jesus Christ, Family curse is passed away. My, my mistakes, my, um, um, my DNA, all these things, think that the very moment I come to Christ, all things are passed away. So that is the power that the believer has. So if I say that I am in Christ and I'm a new creation and I don't, um, I, I still don't get it. And I'm still wallowing in fear. I'm still wallowing in what I think like God doesn't like me. Then, which we will come there. The Bible says that we make uh, the, the, the death of Christ on the cross of no effect. So the first thing we need to understand here is that the very moment I am in Christ, it doesn't matter what I go through. I am a new creation. All things are passed away. And yes, all things are become new. So what's going on? We will teach about this concept. Why is it that all things are passed away? Um, if someone has opened Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, um, you can also, um, please, whilst I'm talking, if you have any question, you can raise your hand. And um, I will... Um, stop for us to deliberate on it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork, 
mm. created in Christ Jesus to do good works, mm. which God prepared in advance for us to do. Wow. Amen. Amen. So you see, you see how it goes. He says that we are God's handiwork and we were created in advance by God. And what is Apostle Paul trying to say here? So the Christian is not someone who is like you are living a life where um, you, 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 a life, I would say, a life of coincidence, like something happens beyond your thinking. The Christian, before you came on earth, God had already ordained. And what is God trying to say? That even as we have met here like this, God had already ordained that a time will come, we are going to meet like this. We, and, and the beauty of it is that God has made these things with time by um, putting us all together. So that is the beauty of it. So it isn't like we are a mistake or we are a problem or we are cursed or no. What we are doing now, let, let me say this. We meeting like this, God has ordained it. God, had ordained, God knew that the day will come. Brother Raymond will be here. Brother Cordell will be here. Kani will be here. Um, uh, we all will meet here like this. He knew it. And even the number of people who are meant to meet here right now, God knew everything or God knows everything. And that is the beauty of it. So we are created by God. We are all God's handiwork. It means that God has beautifully fashioned our lives. And that is the beauty of a Christian. God has beautifully fashioned our lives for greater works. So you are not a mistake, no matter how you find yourself. As we have met like this, and now we are talking about family, family, family. For all you know, we are building a world and the Lord is choosing us as pillars to build this world. So that is what I want us to look at. And when you look at this thing, you don't look at yourself. You look at the bigger picture. You look at the greater man who is God. Um, if someone has opened Galatians chapter five, you can also read that. Galatians six, sorry, Galatians six, verse number fifteen. Galatians six, verse number fifteen. If you have opened it, you can read it for us. Galatians chapter 6, verse 15. Yes. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. That's it. Amen. So Paul is saying that when we talk about the new creation, we don't need to confuse ourselves with anything. So the thing that happens is that people confuse themselves. For example, I need to do Sabbath. I need to do this. You know, a lot of things goes on. Like, I mean, as I said, especially from where we come from, um, when we talk about creation here, it's like, it's not enough. You need to, sometimes the way they preach on, on television, on radio stations, 
any message that tries to build you, you, give you a burden. I want to say emphatically here, the Bible being a, 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 a reference point that it has not gotten any effect. The whole thing is that in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, and there is no privilege for the one in, I would say, um, uh, in the palace and the one that is beneath or the white man or the pink person, the Asian or the African or the black man, we are all equal. He said that in Christ Jesus, there is nothing called circumcision or uncircumcision. That which is so important is that we are a new creation. We are a new creation. So this evening, that is what the Lord wants us to understand. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. We are a new creation. So um, I, want to, I want to ask this, um, uh, this question again, that um, right now, as so far as, if the Bible tells you that you are a new creation and um, as you are here right now, maybe when, when you were not a believer, um, you were experiencing some challenges. Now that you became a believer, you are still experiencing those challenges. I want to ask a question that, does it make you um, a Christian or you are not a full Christian or you are halfway Christian? Um, I don't know if my, my question is clear. If it's not clear, let me come in again. So I'm saying that when I was not a Christian, maybe I used to steal or I had a problem of theft. When I was not a Christian, I had a problem, a problem of theft. Now, when I still became a Christian, I still see that that challenge is still going there. Does it mean that I have, um, I, I have, uh, I am a born again or um, I'm still not born again? So that is the question. So please, if you like to talk, um, so this is what we're going to deliberate on about the new creation. Yes, please, um, Connie. Um, I I feel as a as a it doesn't make you any more Christian or any less Christian. We all have problems. We're all humans. Things happen. You even mentioned about Paul talking about um the disciple talking about there was something, I don't know if it was an ailment in his side, but there was something, we don't know what it was, but he's still suffering, but he still gave himself to God and he was still of service. Mm. I feel the difference is when you get to, to have a relationship with God and you accept God, your perspective of maybe the challenges changes, knowing that what you can't control, your heavenly father has got it. And everything that's happening is not happening to you, it's happening for you. Um, I, I feel being a Christian doesn't mean that you're immune to persecution or slander or, or any negativities. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I, I feel like you're just much more aware that you're covered in the blood of Jesus. And that no matter, you know, all the stuff you're saying about juju and people saying this and this, it, it's, it's, it doesn't affect you. 
because you know there's a higher purpose and everything is the will of God. So even if I die tomorrow, there's a reason for that. And I trust mm-hmm. God. And I know that I will be with the Father. Wow. Wow. That's very excellent. Thank you so much, Connie. Very excellent rendition. Wow. Um, yes, please. Um, uh, yes, um, Brother Edward. Yes. Uh, Prophet, um, my view is that as, as long as we are human beings, challenges will come upon yeah. our way. Yeah. And, and from my view, what I see is even if you are not in Christ and you belong to the world, mm-hmm. okay, let, let me start from there. You belong to the world. Mm-hmm. The challenges that will confront you will be less than you being in Christ, like you're a new creator now. Mm. The challenges which you are, is going to comfort you now as you are a new creator is going to be worse off. Mm. But what I, I, I can say is when you encounter challenges like that, you need to pray. And certainly God too will not let challenges that is bigger than you mm. come upon yourself. So when you pray, certainly it, it, it will go. As, wow. as long as we are human beings, challenges will come. And, wow. and if, 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 if the devil or even if Satan knows that, no, this guy or this lady was mine first, and now he says he doesn't belong to me anymore. So he has gone to join the righteous path. Yeah. Then you become a target for the enemy. Mm. So certainly for, for that one, it will come. Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. That, that's very powerful. Lord bless you so much. Yes, please. Um, uh, Koda, do you want to say something? If, do you understand the question? Um, Raymond, uh, do you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, Prophet. Yeah. I also, I also think um, once you are, bo- you are born again, that's it. It doesn't matter what comes your way. Mm. Once you've re- um, accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, Mm. No matter what comes your way, you are still a Christian. That's true. You are not born again today, and then tomorrow you are on, on born again. Yes. Once, once you are born again, that's it. So no matter what comes your way, you are still a born again. Praise so that's you. it. Praise the Lord. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So um, that is what we, 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 we need to understand, that the one that is born again he doesn't need to um, come again to say, I'm born, I'm, I, I got born again yesterday and um, today I've given up because um, one or two things came my way. Because sometimes we get born again and maybe a mistake happens and it's like we run away that oh, maybe I've given up. Because the, the concept of born again, the whole thing is that we 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 don't get that concept or people don't get that concept but um, as we are moving on we will we will build on that and so we see that this is the cardinal point the new christian the the christian is a new creation he is one who never existed or pre-existed altogether a new man with a new kind of life and this life comes directly from god the birth is a rebirth in the real sense of the word. Because to God, this man never had a past nor existed. 
he is now a brand, a, a brand new person with a, a new life. Talk about the encounter Jesus and Nicodemus had. And in John 3, verse 3 to 4, that is when Nicodemus had an encounter with Jesus. And he talks about how to be born again. And he said that unless someone is born of water and of spirit, he cannot see the kingdom. So Jesus also centered on the born again doctrine, the need for us to be born again. And to an extent that he asked him, as I enter into my mother's womb, he said, no, you need to be born of the water and the spirit. So when we talk about the Christian or the, the born again, the born again is born of water and of spirit. And the term born again was also given by Jesus. And he said, um, and he said, being born again is a must and not an option. It is only by being born again that you become a new creation in Christ. The new creation is God's workmanship created, made by God to life, made, brought to life by God, created in Christ to do good works. The new creation is not made or refurbished. He is just endowed, he's not just endowed with a new character. He is created with the nature of God in Christ. So when we talk about the new creation, um, I want us to understand it today so that um, wherever we are, wherever we go, we would know who is a new creation. So we say that the new creation is someone having the nature of God. And when we talk about some, someone having the nature of God, the first, then we go to the book of Genesis, God said that let us make man in our own image and in our likeness, that they will have the dominion over the fishes of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that creeps on the face of the earth. So when we talk about God's creation here, we're talking about the new creation here. We are talking about the God himself that is reproducing. And the very moment we talk about the newborn, let, let's go to um, biology a bit. When we talk about the newborn, it means that a mother and a father making a child. So new creation here deals with God birthing us. So new when we talk about new creation, the only word that must come out of your spirit or the only word I want to tell you today is a birth. So new creation is not putting on a new cloth. And that is what people think that the moment I become a new created person, it means that I don't sin anymore. No, because even the concept of sin, we don't even understand it, which we will go there. I will take my time and teach on all that. But I want us this evening to understand who the new creation is. So one of the things we need to understand is that the new creation is born of God. So we are talking about birth. So who is the Christian right now? God has given birth to you. Brother Raymond, God has given birth to you. Sister Connie, God has given birth to you. Brother, um, uh, Brother Edward, Brother Codell, God has given birth to you. So right now as you are there, you are reborn by God. So 
the new creation may look the same on the outside, but um, with the same screen color and shape. So we can say that we as Christians or the new creation, you have the same character, you have the same nature, but there is a new nature in you, or you have the same character, the same being, and the, the same nature in the outward world. But within you, you become a new nature. And now let's look at the new creation here. You see, what makes man, what makes man, that is, for example, if we go to the, um, the animal, um, I would say that um, the kingdom of animals or the kingdom of mammals. Let's take the kingdom of mammals. When we go to the kingdom of mammals, we can have different kinds of mammals. For example, a cattle is a mammal. A cattle is a mammal. Um, a, a, I would say um, a zebra. They are all in the class of mammals or they are all in the kingdom of mammals. But when we come to the, the, the kingdom or the class of the homo sapien, that is the human nature, we can see that we also have some nature in us. We have a character in us. That is what God wants us to see. So right now, I cannot transform myself into um, uh, uh, a, a cattle. It takes the grace of God. I can never transform myself into um, a dog. It takes the grace of God. So that is the mystery that God did for you and me. So when we see here that every human being gives birth to every human being, I don't know if anyone has ever seen any human being who has ever given birth to something different. We all give birth to human beings. So we see here that a man, what makes man is the, uh, a man is the human nature. And what makes a tree is the tree nature. So all these things are well planned that we can never change it. What makes a dog as a dog is the animal nature. So what makes the fourth point, what makes a born again is the nature and life of God he receives. So the very moment you become born again, you now receive the nature and the life of God. That is now God gives birth to you. So I'll be asking a question right now. Let me, let me ask this question. Um, a dog gives birth to dog, uh, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Um, a cat gives birth to cat, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if that is the case, God will give birth to who? To gods, like many gods. <laughs> <laughs> you see so this is where um which is very excellent this is where um, religion sets in um you know when we we're talking about uh, i asked what does a cat give birth to we didn't say many cats it's very nice. so we said um we said uh, cats yeah. if god uh, if dog uh, give birth to dog we didn't say many dogs but the very moment the name God comes in, God, God can never, I would say that God doesn't give birth to many dogs, uh, many gods. God gives birth to himself. Um, brother, 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 Edward, I don't know if you, 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 you have anything to say. So I said, 
if God gives birth, um, if dog gives birth to a dog, is dog. If um, if cat gives birth to a cat, is cat. Then, if we God gives birth, who will He give birth to? I actually agree. You know, um, it's just difficult. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, please. Sorry. Let can, can I talk? Yeah, yes, please, brother, I do it. Okay, okay. It, it, it will be God, because the reason why I'm saying this is that God said, let's create man in our own image. Yeah. So ba based on that point, I can say God give birth to God. His, 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 yes, God, his own image. Yes. yes. So God gives birth to God, right? He, yes, please. So do we all agree to that? So God, if a cat gives birth to a cat and a dog gives birth to a dog, it means that God also gives birth to God. Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 82, verse 6. I would like all of us to open our Bible today. Psalm 82, verse 6. And if someone has opened it, you can read it for us. Psalm 82, verse number six. Amen. Amen. Psalm 82, verse six. I said, you are gods, mm. and all of you are children of the Most High. Mm. Praise the Lord. And read, read verse, add, add verse 7 to it. Um, I said you were gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Mm. But you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Good. So, the Bible says that we are gods. So the Christian is a god. Because... We have the, the God nature in us. Because the Bible said that, um, let's, let's, look at a, let's look at the book of, um, the book of, um, the book of John 12 verse, um, John 1 verse 12 to 13. Let's look at the, the John 12 verse 1 to 13. Um, I would like, we'll come back to Psalm 82 verse 6. But I want us to go to John 12, verse 1 to 13. So as I'm saying that, last week I stated something here that whilst we are here, please, we are unlearning, unlearn some certain things, especially um, my, my, my family member from Ghana. Let's unlearn some certain things. <laughs> and um, be, be, let's be ready to relearn. You know, because early in the morning, you wake up in the morning, somebody's shouting, oh, uh, wake up your own salvation. Wake up, oh, Jesus is coming. Oh. This is like a fear message. It's not biblical. There is no way in the Bible. So I want us to use the Bible so that we all come to the agreement that somebody put it in my head. No. So when it happens like that, you change the way you talk. You change the way you think. Okay. So um, what has John 1 verse 12 says? John 1, 12 to 13. 
student, my students, we need to be fasting our Bible. Then we are there, you know, like scholars, you know. <laughs> okay, it says that. Um, I would like someone to read John twelve verse John one verse twelve and thirteen. Yes, please, Connie. Um, I feel like I'm reading too much. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem, Connie. We are all reading together, yes. So is it John 1, verse 12 to 13? Yes. But as many as received him, mm. them, he gave the right to become children of God. Mm -hmm. To those who believe in his name, mm -hmm. who were born not of blood, Yes. Nor of the will of the flesh, yes. nor of the will of man, mm. but of God. So what if we look at verse 13 here, what do we see? If we look at verse 13 here, what, okay, let me, let me draw, let me give you a clue. Like biologically, what do we see? Okay, let me still calm down again so that uh, we will get it. Like taking us to maybe the labor world. What do we see here? That he's our biological father. Yes. So if you look at it here, we are we see him birthing here, right? Like we are looking at someone who got pregnant for nine months and has given birth. Is yes. that what we see here? Yeah. Good. So the Christian, you are someone, and this is a mystery. That is what the Greek word calls mysterion. You know, this is a mystery, and this is one of the problems why even most pastors, they still don't understand the gospel of Paul, the gospel of Apostle Paul. A lot of preachers don't get it. So the Christian, you are not someone who accepted Jesus Christ and um, you accepted the Lord our God through Jesus, and it's like God put something on you. No, it's a birth. I, I, I want us to understand. So when you understand that I am born of God, I am born of God, then you will know who you are. That failure cannot stand your world. If you understand this, it's like you will come to a world where like, nah, I am born of God. Satan cannot come near me because I, I am God. So you are now God on earth. So that will make you understand John 4, for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He said, you are of God, little children. Greater is he that is in me, greater is he that is in you, than he that is in the world. So the new creation is not someone who just accepts Jesus Christ, and that is it. Or we sprinkle water on you and that. No. The new creation is someone who is born. So John 1 verse 12 says that they were born not of blood, nor the will of man. So we see here that the new creation, God created the Johannine the, the scripture, created a similarity, a similarity, because the way our parents give birth is just a shadow of the reality. I want you to understand it. The way our parents give birth is a shadow of the original. Our parents, the way they give birth is just a synthetic one. It's not the original. The original is the newborn in Christ. So the moment you, you, you accept Jesus, it means that God has kept you in his womb and has now brought you forth. 
I want you to understand it. So verse 80, Psalm 86 says that you are of God. You are God's children of the most high. He says you are God's. So that is your identity. But listen to me. Some other writers say that because of your ignorance, you die like me, amen. So if you don't see yourself as God, you will die like a mere person because Satan will then tell you that you are nobody. Satan will build your mind on your mistakes. Satan will build your mind on your weaknesses. So that is what I want us to understand today about the new creation in Christ. So if I am born of God, it means that now I'm no more a Ghanaian. If I come from a certain kind of tribe, I am not related to that tribe. I want you to get it clear. Because now, if, for example, my mom gave birth to me, I am connected to my mom. Or I'm connected to the, to the, to the lineage of my mom. And if Christ has now given birth to me, it means that I am now connected to the lineage of God. So I'm not a normal person. So that is what God wants us to understand as we grow in the Lord. So when you understand these things, you will understand the place of Satan in your life. That ah, I am born of God, Satan cannot come here. Nah, no, Satan can't come. Satan can't come. You, you will understand the place of Satan in your life. The newborn. And you will understand that nothing can limit you. And this is a mystery that God has hidden from even Satan. And let me tell you something here. Many a time people think that Satan is very wise. <laughs> the most dumbest person ever. I mean, even if he's a person in a way. He is not. He has never been because... The reason why I'm saying that this man is like that is that number one, he doesn't know when God will come back. It has been hidden from him. And he, he Satan himself, he was created. He's a creation by God. So what makes him powerful? He's not. He's not. The believer carries power. So nothing should limit us. And our communication should not exaggerate Satan. You know, sometimes we exaggerate Satan that we limit God. I don't know if people know that. So why must a Christian spend four hours praying on Satan? I don't get it. I don't get it. Because anything you, you, you talk about all the time, you exaggerate it. We exaggerate. We make it so huge. So the new creation in Christ, our communication and our talk should always be about God and his work. God and the beauty of his work. So that is what um, I want us to understand today about the new creation. About the new creation. So we see that what makes a born again a man born again is the nature and the life of God he receives. And to be born again is a miracle. To be born again, as I say, it's not just raising your hand and sometimes we think that is enough. No, it is a hidden mystery. Me, myself, I don't know. 
How God rebirth me, I don't know. But what I know is that he said to them that believed. So the key word here is believing. So Christianity is believing. Christianity is believing. Last Sunday I spoke on conviction. So believing is an encapsulation of being convicted in something. So no matter what, even if you are caught in a room of sin, you are still a child of God. That is the consciousness you need to see yourself in. Don't talk evil. Don't talk sin. Don't, don't talk like, don't, 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 don't pray Satan. You know, sometimes people think that the more we, I talk about Satan, it makes me powerful. Because that was all in secondary school, in primary school, that was all that we knew. Then when we started studying the word, we got to know by revelations, we got to know, no, things are not right somewhere. So this evening, um, this is what I want us to understand about the new nature that we have in Christ Jesus. So I will leave the rest to us. Um, next week, we'll be talking about the, the, the born of God, who is the born of God. Then I think next week, we'll finish with the origin of sin. Uh, because today, I wanted to talk about sin and salvation. But since um, we um, worked on our new creation, I think I'm very good at that. I'm, I'm very happy for that. So let's write these um, two quotations down. Um, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Let's write it down and let's work on it. He said, who has delivered us from the power of darkness? So right now, a Christian is not under the power of darkness anymore. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. So a Christian is not under family cares. A Christian is not under satanic manipulation. A Christian is not under curse. So that is what God wants us to understand. And this, as I said, it comes with believing, believing. So um, the Lord bless us today. And I would like to leave, um, my, our time is up. Um, uh, I'd like to leave three minutes. If there is any question um, with regards to the new creation in Christ, um, I'll be very happy to answer or we can um, deliberate on it. And um, also we will be, um, we'll be giving room for um, uh, 